Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. This week marks one year since the start of the full-fledged Russian invasion of Ukraine, launched in an effort to destroy its freedom and independence. To talk about life in Ukraine in times of war, we invite you to join a special Zoom meeting this Saturday, February 25th at 9 p.m. Kyiv time. I will be glad to meet you and answer all your questions regarding Ukraine and the podcast. Details are in the notes to this episode. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 366 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Yesterday Ukraine marked the first anniversary of the start of a full-scale Russian invasion. Russia planned to capture Kyiv, Ukraine's capital, in just three days. Foreign experts and politicians also expected Ukraine to fall in a couple weeks, but one year after, Ukraine is still standing strong. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, met online with the G7 countries and said that Ukraine withstood the full-scale invasion of Russia and started to liberate its lands from occupation, so it is necessary to make efforts so that aggression is defeated this year and peace returns to Ukraine, reports in VUA. Zelensky thanked the leaders and peoples of the G7 countries for solidarity, unity and assistance to Ukraine over the past year. The G7 leaders adopted a joint statement in which they emphasized that they will continue unwavering support for Ukraine as long as necessary, increase military, financial and diplomatic assistance, strengthen sanctions against Russia, and never recognize attempts to illegally annex Ukraine's territory. They called on Russia to stop its aggression and immediately, completely and unconditionally withdraw its troops. The President of Ukraine held the second large press conference since the start of this stage of the war, reports Interfax Ukraine. Volodymyr Zelensky declared confidence in the ultimate victory of Ukraine. According to him, Kyiv has everything – motivation, confidence, friends. The President stressed that long-range weapons can help ensure the protection of the civilian population of Ukraine. He added that Ukraine holds explanatory work with its partners as long as not everyone realizes for what targets Ukraine needs such weapons. The head of state assured that Ukraine needs means to destroy Russian weapons deployed on Ukrainian soil. The President of Ukraine said that there is no possibility of negotiations with Russian President Vladimir Putin right now. He added that Putin is now not the person to talk to. Volodymyr Zelensky allows negotiations at the diplomatic level at the end of the war, only after fulfilling all the points of the peace formula, which, among other things, includes withdrawal of Russian forces from Ukraine's territory. The Ukrainian president stressed that Russian leader Vladimir Putin needs to answer in court before the law for crimes against Ukraine. The president stressed that such a number of Ukrainians killed is a tragedy and it must be answered for. Zelensky expressed indifference about the future of Russia in the event of its defeat in the war against Ukraine. Quote, Honestly, I don't care. Honestly, I believe that they have their own state and they should think about their own state. If they thought about their state, there would be no war, said the president. At the same time, he pointed out that the fact that many countries started to discuss this issue shows their confidence in Ukraine's victory. Volodymyr Zelensky did not rule out the threat of Russia invading another European state, including NATO member countries. He stressed that President Putin needs to show success and victories which are not possible on the battlefield in Ukraine. In Zelensky's opinion, Russia can invade those countries where there is a weak spot. 
and it is desirable that these should be the states that were influenced by Moscow back in Soviet times, like Moldova. The President of Ukraine said that there is evidence that the Kremlin wanted to change the leadership of that state. The President of Ukraine was asked about his biggest disappointment of the war, his most terrible day and his biggest mistake. He said that the biggest disappointment were members of his team who left Kyiv in the first days of Russia's full-scale invasion, even though they were supposed to lead or protect. The President said that the most terrible day for him over a year of the full-scale war was the day when the town of Bucha in Kyiv region was deoccupied and the atrocities committed by the Russian troops were discovered there. Answering the question what the biggest mistake was, Zelensky said, quote, My biggest mistake? I don't know. I think there were enough of them. I am a human being and every day I probably make mistakes. The main thing is that I, as a president, do not have fatal mistakes, because of which I, the guarantor of the constitution and the guarantor of the protection of the state, can lose it with you. Thank God there was no such a mistake." Unquote. The Wall Street Journal informs that the UK, Germany and France have offered Ukraine to conclude a reapproachment agreement with NATO, which would give it greater access to Western military equipment but at the same time would involve the resumption of peace talks with Russia, reports European Pravda. According to the media sources, the proposal calls for Ukraine and NATO to enter into a sort of cooperation agreement, which, however, would not mean membership in the alliance, while Kyiv would commit to opening peace talks with Moscow. The plan was first proposed by British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and later supported by Berlin and Paris. Privately, these countries doubt that Ukraine will be able to militarily expel the Russians from eastern Ukraine and Crimea, and the West will not be able to support Kyiv militarily for a long time, especially if the conflict reaches a stalemate. According to the newspaper, during a meeting in Paris in early February, French President Emmanuel Macron and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz told Volodymyr Zelensky that he should start considering the possibility of peace talks with Moscow. Since decisions in the alliance are made by consensus, it must gain the support of all member countries. Representatives of the countries of Eastern Europe told the newspaper that the proposal of Berlin, Paris and London was discussed only on the sidelines, but in general they do not want to support any long-term status of Ukraine in NATO, which does not reach full membership in the alliance. The first batch of Leopard 2 tanks arrived from Poland to Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The batch consists of four tanks. Polish Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki visited Kyiv yesterday and personally transferred those tanks. He announced that Poland will not only provide Ukraine with all the promised 14 Leopard tanks, but also with 60 PT-91 Twardy tanks, which is a heavily modernized Soviet tank. Twardy tanks will arrive in Ukraine in the coming days. The Polish Prime Minister said that Warsaw is ready to start training Ukrainian pilots to fly F-16 aircraft, but this must be agreed by the coalition. Later during the press conference, President Zelensky said that beside Poland, three more EU countries may be willing to start training Ukrainian pilots. At the same time, the US President Joe Biden said that Ukraine doesn't need F-16 jets at the moment, and their transfer is ruled out, even though the situation may change in the future. Several countries announced their plans to send more modern tanks to Ukraine, along with other military support, reports European Pravda. Germany will provide Ukraine with four additional Leopard 2 main battle tanks in A6 modification. According to the decision, four tanks will arrive from the warehouses of the Bundeswehr. 
Thus, Germany will supply Ukraine with 18 main battle tanks instead of the 14 previously reported. Swedish Prime Minister Ulf Kristersson confirmed on Friday that his country will send 10 units of Leopard 2, A6 and A5 tanks. Meanwhile, Portugal plans to hand over three Leopard 2 tanks to Kyiv in March. Yesterday, several countries and financial institutions announced plans to allocate more financial aid for Ukraine. The United States will provide Ukraine with more than 10 billion US dollars in aid, reported Suspilne. According to the State Department, aid will include budgetary support to the government of Ukraine and additional energy assistance to support Ukrainians suffering from Russia's attacks. The World Bank announced the provision of additional grant funding to Ukraine in the amount of 2.5 billion US dollars, reports Ekonomichna Pravda. The additional funding package will support key sectors including health, schools, pensions, aid to internally displaced persons, social assistance programs and public sector salaries. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. 